occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. Hey, welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 106. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses in August. Is it no, August yet? No, it's not August yet. Bloody hell. You don't know when it is, what I, day it is. I don't know where I am, who you are. This It doesn't matter. Do you know what you're talking about? I will be talking about... Bear with me for the pronunciation of this entire episode. It's spelled Dobharchu, right? But it's mm-hmm. Irish. So I'm going to go with Dobharchu. That sounds good. My creature is called the Ningen. And it's a creature in Japanese folklore. Some would call it the egg. Not anyone online, but me. I would call it the egg. <laughs> for Is any you, reason? Oh, well, you, you'll find out. Oh, okay, whoa. Because I like eggs, I like the Ningen. Put them together, I enjoy it. Put them together, what do you got? I don't know, weird breakfast? If we can ever capture this thing, I would never want to eat it. Oh my god. She's out here hunting the Ningen. I would never. Whoa. I would never hunt a cryptid. Right, tell me the news, please. I'm starved for it. This week's news from Live Science, Live Science, we'll never know. Two people were hospitalized in Florida after they were thought to have been attacked by a large wildcat, like a lion or a tiger. Mm -hmm. Local authorities set out to capture this dangerous wild animal and return it to wherever it came from. Eventually, they tracked it down and realized it wasn't what they thought it was at all. Instead of being a large and dangerous wild animal, it was instead just a domesticated pet. Like a regular cat with some issues. Oh my god. But the cat is still on the loose. Please advise you not to go near it, but they think they'll be able to catch it next time. It's just a well aggy cat. Yeah, people went into the hospital being like, a lion attacked me. No. Oh my god. I bet it's orange. It's giving Ernie vibes. Yeah, orange cats are like supposed to be dicks, right? I've heard they're like the feral ones. Yeah. Then cute. I mean, Garfield has really paved the way for orange cats. I love orange cats. I love all cats. I like the ones with the big wide faces, like dinner plates. Yeah, I like the ones that look feral, um, like the Maine Coon. Uh, I just love cats. They're such good little creatures. No, I just love Aren't cats. Aren't they just so nice? No, welcome back to the cat podcast. You know what? Maybe we could do that next, after we talk about some soft other creatures. Okay. Do you want me to start? I do. Do you know where you are now? Is it coming to you? Who are you? <laughs> So my sources are Wikipedia, irishcentral.com, mythicalcreaturesguide.com, cryptids.fandom.com, mysteriousbritain.co.uk, animalian.com, independent.ie, Letrimaya Land. Wait, okay. Ireland. Letrimireland.com. Letrimireland. FolkloreThursday.com. That's it. When Ireland gets too big. <laughs> Shut up. So for those of you who have never heard of it before, the Doaku is a large otter-like creature that is said to inhabit the lakes and rivers of Ireland. I guess it's like the Irish version of the Loch Ness Monster. But an otter? I love otters. Is it fluffy? Tell me all about it. (laughs) Oh my god, chill. It's been described as being the size of a small pony. I love small ponies too. For those of you who don't measure in ponies, it's around seven foot long. Or more specifically, about the size of one average crocodile, if you instead measure in crocodiles. Thank you. That would be very helpful for people in Florida. <laughs> You're welcome. Where the cat is loose, so please be careful. <laughs> this whole podcast is made for Floridians. Yeah. 
with a sleek body covered in protective brown fur. While brown is the most common colour seen, apparently it can also be seen to have black or white fur as well. According to legend, it's extremely aggressive and dangerous. Oh no! Yeah. Why would they make a big otter and then make him mean? Who is they? I don't know, the people who made everything? Why? God. God, why? <laughs> why God? <laughs> it's been known to attack and kill humans who venture too close to its territory. Is it cute? I'd pet it, wouldn't I? Yeah, for sure. This is yeah. like the bear thing all over again. Why make them friend-shaped if they are going to maim me? If not friend, why friend-shaped? It normally lives in lakes, rivers, or seas, but it is also able to cover a large distance on land. The name Doaku actually translates to waterhound in Gaelic, which is fitting given its otter-like appearance. There have been many sightings of the Doaku. The first that I could find dated back to 1684, when a book called A Description of West or... Uh. <laughs> a Description of West or H, La Connaught was published. That's what I've written. So whatever that means to you. <laughs> you made a mistake in your notes. I don't have a clue what I've done in my notes, because I wrote this a year ago. In the book, it tells the story of Roderick O'Flaherty. He was passing the shore of a lake in the west of Ireland. Roderick saw the head of an animal swimming and assumed it to be an otter, and it continued on. Then the otter's head went underneath the water, swam to the shore, and bit Roderick, dragging him into the water. Roderick then remembered that he had a knife in his jacket, so he stabbed at it, and then it swam away. Then nothing is heard of until 1722 where on the 24th of September, it, right, it's written, Grain Nikonali, right? But the anglicised version is Grace Connolly. So I'll be calling her Grace from here on out. Okay. She was murdered by an animal at Glenade Lake. Grace had gone to the nearby lake to wash her clothes or to take a bath. But when she didn't return for many hours, her husband, Trowlach McLaughlin, who is now going to be called Terence because that's his anglicised name. So Grace and Terence. So Terence went out searching for her. When he got to the lake, he found her dead body underneath a sleeping Doaku. Terence stabbed at it with a dagger, killed it, but another rose up and chased after Terence. Eventually, Terence chopped the Doaku's head off after it killed his horse. Oh no. His wife and his horse? Yeah. This is terrible. He's lost everything. And you've changed his name. <laughs> It's just the anglicised version. This all sounds pretty far-fetched, but Grace's gravestone is still around. Although it isn't super clear anymore, because obviously it was 1722. I've just aged her up 200 years. You can still see a carving on the stone showing a strange animal being stabbed by a dagger. Grace's gravestone is part of the old cemetery of Conwell, if anyone wants to go and validate it. Also, a lesser-known fact about the story... Apparently, Terence's horse and the Doaku are buried not far from the Cashel Garren stone fort, where they were both killed. Oh. The next written reference of the Doaku that I could find was over a hundred years later, in the 1896 edition of the Journal of Royal Society of Antiquaries of Ireland. It was here that Ms. Walkington wrote in and described encountering a creature that was a combination of wolf and a fish. Several months later, Mr. H. Chinchester Hart 
replied to Walkington's letter with stories of a similar creature called the Doaku. According to Hart, the Doaku was known as the king of all lakes and father of all otters, and could destroy rocks with its muzzle. Oh. Then, in May 1996, Sheila Charles was driving her son Shane to school in the morning, when an animal that looked reminiscent of an otter ran into the car's path. Oh, come on, get out of the way. Sheila swerved to avoid it, lost control of the vehicle, and got into an accident. But luckily, there were no serious injuries. Good lord. Then, just four years after, in 2000, Irish artist Sean Corcoran claimed to have observed it in a lake in Connemara's Ome Island while accompanied by his wife. He said that the creature swam the width of the lake from west to east in what seemed like a matter of seconds. Then it went onto the shoreline, screeched, and disappeared into the water once more. There's been speculation that the screech was the Doaku's mating call. According to other stories, there are usually two of the creatures swimming near each other, and if one's killed, the other will swim up and avenge the first one. It's quite obvious when one of them dies as it gives off an eerie, high-pitched whistle to warn the other one. So what is the Doaku? We don't know. That's the show. One theory is that it could be a surviving offspring of a prehistoric animal that once lived. You know what? It sounds quite convincing. This is probably one of the more um, fleshed out cryptid stories yeah right there are so many stories it sounds like something that could exist it's not like very over the top you know really bizarre creature with 500 legs that lives underground it's like yeah that could, i want to hear about that one we could I'm, i'll make it up for you we could have a a big otter i don't like that it's mean i think mm. that's a bit unnecessary it could just be territorial though maybe it doesn't know what it feels like to be loved maybe it just needs a good old scritch behind maybe the ears if i crept up on it and gave it a tummy rub. I'm going to say creeping is probably what it would like least. Okay, if I ran up to it on all fours... Oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> it would like that least, There's no middle ground. Why can't you walk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose I could walk up to it. Yeah. Gently. And I'd say, hey, little guy. <laughs> oh, mm. great. POV, you're the Doaku. Yeah, and then I pet you on the head. And then, you love me. That's how it works. I mean, I think... I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think it probably is just territorial. Yeah. I mean, it does sound like a, a thing that could be real, though. I, but I yeah. understand it. And the stories are really in-depth. Yeah. It's and like that it's on her gravestone as well. Yeah, right. And like a story from the 2000s. I believe it. I kind of believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing to disprove it as far as I've seen. No, I'm scared to go to Ireland. Obviously, the fact that no one's got one. Yeah. But there are creatures everywhere that we haven't got. Yeah, like we're always finding out about new animals. Yeah, new frogs and stuff. It's I suppose the thing that makes people like not believe it is that if a creature was that big, mm, true, you'd maybe see it. But I don't true, know. but there's lots of big creatures in the sea that we haven't found. That is very true. There's so much stuff in the water. Yeah, what we're saying is drain all of Ireland. Then we'll know. Yeah, and then we could put it back after. If you get, you know, those Hoovers, Charles Wet and Dry. Oh my god! And it sucks up all the water. If we just get. Maybe a thousand hoovers that suck up water. Suck it all up, just for like a minute. Not enough to kill anything, not enough to destroy the ecosystem. <laughs> this is definitely fine and normal. I think scientists would agree. Have a little look, and then put it all back in. Right. 
see to the listeners that probably sounds i mean stupid but like a great idea but they don't have to listen to you talk about charles wet and dry every second of your life you just implied that that was a good idea Uh, well yeah draining it i don't think that yeah i don't think that people would do that no, I don't think anyone would do that. I'm not saying everyone's... You're thinking it's a good idea for us to line yeah. up a thousand oh, Henry yeah. Hoovers. All of our Irish listeners are all nipping over the Argos, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. No. No. But what I was adding to what that... What have we called, like, economic that... devastation accidentally by oh telling God. everyone to do that? <laughs> Quick, guys. Just have a little look. <laughs> this Barbie has a Henry wet and dry. <laughs> no, but what I am sick of is you bringing Charles wet and dry into this. All I'm saying is that it can clean everything. You, no matter what you drop on the floor, it can clean that thing up. Do you not have a mop? I don't want a mop. I want it to suck up the water. I want to go outside and I want to hoover the grass and I want to <laughs> suck up the water. Abby is causing chaos for the local ecosystem. I don't want to. I just, I would never. It's just like I don't a, want to. I have to. It's a need in me. It's my job. Listen, if I don't do it, who else will? That's all I have on him that's all you have yeah what do you think of it i don't know i mean obviously it could be an old wives tale you know don't go you in say the water. my wives are old <laughs> don't go in the water kids there's a giant vicious otter if you're gonna pick a creature you wouldn't pick an otter though right you'd pick like i think anything horse-sized is that is true it's the size of an alligator people are scared of horses all the time or a crocodile are alligators bigger i don't know which is bigger i think the crocodiles are bigger Correct us if we are wrong. I don't know. You. You, crocodile lover. You, crocodile. <laughs> crocodile lover 164. If you're an alligator and you want to come on the show, stop inviting different creatures on. And one day we're going to have a podcast full of creatures. Oh, God. It's going to be so noisy. No one will listen. I will. Because I won't be the one talking. You'll listen as well. I presume they were just going to have a conversation with each other. Oh, so you're just there for the fun of it then? I just set up the microphones for them. Oh, right. You're tech support now. Yeah, and you're on the podcast still. Oh, great. It's called Kate and the Creatures. But the creatures is spelled with a K. Oh, new podcast idea. Kate <laughs> no, interviews animals. It's been copyrighted. No one take that from us. Do you want to do the scare scale? Yeah, sure. We can do the scare scale. Okay. How scary do you think it is? Four. Yeah, right. Because it sounds adorable. I've not seen a photo yet. It sounds adorable. But that's pretty dangerous. It crashed a car. It ate a woman. It yeah. killed a horse. Yeah. It sounds bad. Pretty And brutal. the fact that it's aggressive, like, you know, it's going to get you whether you want, when you go near it or not, it wants to get you. Yeah. It's out for blood. How dangerous. Five. Yeah. Death. Yeah, it could kill you. Five deaths out of five. Yeah. All of them. Fully deathed. Mm-hmm. What is the likelihood that it exists? You know what? I'm going to say three. Controversial, because it's quite high up for the, the scare scale of the cryptids. I say that like I have any memory of what I've said for anything else. But You've rated some of them like five, I think. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like thinking about like Patty, the Bigfoot, and the Loch Ness Monster. I have a high suspicion that you've rated them like five out of five. They're that definitely, definitely is the yeah. thing. <laughs> And yeah. if you don't agree, you're dumb. I'm, make, I'm making it up. I'm yeah, joking. exactly. Like I'm it, depends, it depends how many episodes you do close together because as you do more of them, you're like, yep, I yep, get that more definitely delirious. exists. Yeah, because I'm thinking, just thinking about creatures. Yeah, you're caught up in myths, magic, and murder. Yeah, myths, magic, and creatures. Kate's creatures. Oh, fuck. I, 
I think this one, it could go either way. It's a big creature that we haven't seen, but lots of creatures can be living underwater that we haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. The stories sound pretty legit. They're from multiple different people Mm -hmm. over the course of a very long time. They all sound very similar. There's a lot on it. The lengths of the stories are kind of what made me think, maybe this is real. You know, like as in the time span. Yeah, like everything I cover on cryptids, especially nowadays, it's like, oh, one person saw it. And that's the extent of the story. There isn't like, I saw it, I saw it and I stabbed it and now it's buried here. But if it is buried there, why can't we have a look? Mm, Maybe because it's at a fort. Maybe. Maybe it's like protected. Possibly. Grounds. Oh, pretty interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. Any ideas? It could be a scary story. It could be real. Yep. And it could be a creature that is not that creature but it's a different one, and people don't know the difference. I get that. Do like, you have any other ideas? It could have been like he'd seen like an otter go into the water, and then what had grabbed him was something else. Yes, exactly. Right. Or, you know, you could see something, but if you're panicked, you might not know what it is. And if you see something, say something, and we'll sort it. Mm-hmm. Me and Abby. Yeah. We're punching an otter in the eyes. Uh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> not Abby. You're restraining him so I can give him a little I'm kiss like, Get it, Kate, head. get it. Kate's creatures. Kate, you're supposed to be... I'm filming it on a GoPro. For some reason, you have a Texan accent. Yeah, this is our new our new, new podcast. We have Myth, Magic and Murder. We have Kate's creatures. And we have a video documentary where we go and we find the creatures and we fist fight them to the death. We have Kate's creatures, like, unloaded or something. Yeah. You know, you know those shows where they're, like, on really late at night on random TV shows and random TV channels. And it's like, today, we're going to go... Like biggest catch, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like biggest creatures. Oh yeah, and we see them and we like tackle them or something. Big tids. I don't know if big tids <laughs> is the one you want to be going with here. I think so. It's short for cryptids. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Everyone, everyone knows that. That's <laughs> that's the what obvious that means. obvious choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the alternative is big crypts. So yeah, and that's misleading. Yeah, because everyone will be mad because the they're trying to watch. Fine. They're trying to watch dead people houses. Yeah, that's an interesting way of pulling that. That's what it is. When I die and you put me in a crypt, can you put like a doorbell on it? Oh, so I can get Uber Eats. Yeah, mm. and then the Uber Eats guy comes to the door, and then you go up and you're like, "You rang," and it's funny. Yeah, because I'm dead. Yeah, that's what makes And then you funny. punch him in the eyes and you're GoPro. <laughs> and then I go, it. big tids! <laughs> I'm too tired to be recording this right now. <laughs> anyway, if you just got big tids. <laughs> if for some reason you like the podcast and you want to follow us on social media, you can do that on Facebook and Instagram at MythsMagicPod. And if you want to go over to Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash Murder. On Patreon, you can give as much or as little as you want to fund big tids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you also get exclusive content. Um, before every episode, we do like a coffee and a chat. You can see our beautiful smiling faces. We just both waved and you'll miss that if you don't pay us. <laughs> you also get a 10% merch discount, which you can view on MythsMagicAndMurder.com. Also on the website, you can do a referrals or submissions. So if you want to tell us a scary story that's happened to you, or you can email us if you have any haunted happenings, terrifying tales or spooky stories. And that's on mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Would you like to hear about my egg? Yeah, I'd love to hear about your big egg. Sources are 
and this is the next podcast, Abby's Eggs, thoughtcatalog.com, Wikipedia, cryptoswithaz.fan.com, and that's all of them. Because this guy, he's not very well known, but this freaking guy, I picked this creature because the photo of it on Wikipedia made me start crying with what a silly little guy he is. Okay, I have it ready to open. Would you like to look at it? Right now. Yeah, go on. <laughs> he's got such muscular legs. Yeah, I'm going to put a photo on social media. Obviously, if you're listening, you can give it a little search. Oh my God. I love that he's been painted into that picture. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing research, articles were calling it the most terrifying creature. I may disagree. Imagine kind of like a soft white egg with big, strong human legs. (laughs) He has sad eyes and a pointed nose. He is the world's most silliest guy. So the Ningen, a term meaning human in Japanese is an alleged creature that is said to inhabit the icy waters of the Antarctic. Mm-hmm. Actually, Wikipedia describes it as an aquatic humanoid whale-like creature, which is extremely specific. I'm not seeing any whale. No, this photo doesn't look like all the other photos, though. Oh. This one's the funniest one of all of them. Is there another one on this page? No. Witnesses describe the creature as massive, human-like beings with pale bluish-white skin, often measuring up to 30 metres in length. They're obviously described as being whale-like, although it isn't really described which parts of it are whale-like. I suppose they kind of have like a a rounded whale head. I just looked the at the other images of this. They're not as they're not as whimsical. They're are they? horrific. Yeah, this one. When you were like, I don't think it's scary. Yeah, it wasn't on the egg photo because that's the best one. It's just a bloke. And on <laughs> and on the Wikipedia, I think that's that's the most that's the that's legit, right? They don't lie on there. It, uh, uh, in artist renditions of cryptids, do you ever wonder when people make them, like, kind of sexy? What? No. Like, why have you done that? I don't think I know what you're talking about. Oh, well, I'm looking at one right now, and he's, like, jacked. And I'm like, you didn't have to add that. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, there's no need. Some people, I mean, you do. You, you. like what you like, I guess. Yeah. Not me. You don't like anything. I don't like. I only feel I loathing and hunger. I don't have the capability to like. <laughs> so yeah, in some of them they have like a whale head, but there's no like, there's no concrete, yeah, this is what this thing looks like, which is why it's so diverse. But some people say they have arms. Some people say they don't have arms, it's just the legs. Some people say that they have five fingered hands that have whale blubber. Their bodies are smooth and don't have any facial features except for their sad little sunken eyes and a mouth that blends seamlessly into their face. Although, another source says they have huge gaping eyes. So either teeny weeny or big wig eyes and there's no in between. Big wig. <laughs> teeny weeny or big wig. That's me and you. Interestingly, the Ningen has been compared to various mythical creatures from different cultures. Some draw parallels to mermaids or even the ancient Greek sirens luring unsuspecting sailors to their doom. Would you follow that thing? What would that thing have to say? I would follow the picture from Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd be like, he's going to make me a cuppa. Would you trust him? Yeah, I would trust that one. All the others. Would it have to say anything to you to lure you in or would you just follow it because it's nice? He would look at me and then he would go back to walking and I'd be like, yeah, all right then, let's go. (laughs) 
<laughs> but the rest of them, there's no way in hell I'm That's how we these started guys. hanging out. Kate just, I looked at her and she was like, now a friend. <laughs> That's not true. You want to know something horrific? In a couple of stories, their limbs are thought to be up to 100 feet long. Yeah, I think that's what I don't like about these photos is how big they are. Yeah. There are other less common accounts which describe the creatures as having fins or a large tail instead of limbs. So there's no one knows. I don't even know how anyone can mm. decide that this is a thing. <laughs> right. Because this sounds like I you've just seen every creature in the sea. Yeah. And just been like, that's one thing. They've grouped it into one thing. Yeah. yeah. Whereas really you've described five animals. Yeah. Like if you're looking out at the water and a fish jumps out and you're like, that's the same fish I've seen every other time. And that's also a shark and a whale. That's how and I watch the guy. Finding Nemo. <laughs> and then someone jumps in the water and you see a man swimming and you're like, that's the same thing. It must have human legs. Yeah. It's like, where's my son, Fabio? And then he goes, hello. And I'm like, he's right there. So you'd think that where it's such a random jigsaw of creatures, this would be like an old th- an old tale, right? But the first story, the first encounter of this dates back to 2002. Mm. I remember the year well, being a little guy, watching Spider-Man, not knowing that this weird whale creature is out there. <laughs> that was me yesterday. <laughs> it began with a forum post in a Japanese forum website And it said that the members of a whale research ship witnessed the creature as it surfaced near the ship off of the Antarctic coast. Annoyingly, I could not find the original post anywhere, only everyone referencing the post. Mm. So I don't know what it said. But it's thought that they saw our guy, the egg, and they thought it was a submarine. So they went over to investigate it. And the creature then vanished into the waves. It's thought that the people on board who witnessed the event, had written documents and images down, but they were not allowed to be published. Of course. To hide the whale guy. Government is hiding egg. They said no egg. Confirmed. Then, in 2007, an issue of a Japanese paranormal magazine called the MU published an article about the Antarctic humans. The story discussed whether or not the Ningen really existed, and they attached a Google Earth screenshot of what could be the creature. But everyone has dismissed this as an iceberg. Some people describe the creatures as appearing almost ghostly, and they consistently mention the feeling of unease and fear when in the presence of the animal. I mean, I'm getting that just from the pictures. So I suppose it's like, what was it we talked about where we couldn't, there were rumours that it was like not a real animal. It was a ghost animal or something. It's hilarious that you're asking me. I'm pretty sure it was your cryptid. There's no way to know. We've covered everyone. There aren't any left. We have to make more. No, we're left with this egg. This is the only one left. <laughs> there are plenty more. Don't, don't fear. Kate's Creatures is going ahead. She's going to do it. <laughs> People have, of course, thought to have recorded proof of the creature over the years, but these videos are often dismissed as marine life or snakes, specifically a snaggletoothed snake eel. That sounds really cute. I hate eels. They give me the fear. Yeah, imagine being called that when, like, your other snake friend is called the Black Mamba. The Viper. Imagine... And you're like, I'm the snaggletooth snake eel. Imagine being called that and not having access to braces. Free healthcare for snakes. <laughs> for eels. For eels. For snake eels. Specifically. Not the other why kinds would of you need to be? Why would it need to be called a snake eel? Surely an eel is a water snake. No, because water like, snakes aren't eels. Oh yeah, but like a deep water snake. 
an eel. Why are we? Yeah. Um, perhaps it's an eel that is like amphibious, maybe. I have done no research because you've just sprung this question on me. But I mean, perhaps they could swim on the top of the water as well as in the water. Maybe snake eel. Yeah. It's a double. They like them both. Almost all sights have happened at night, which makes them difficult to photograph, which doesn't help the case for this thing being real. Mm -mm. And every image of it looks like a shape in ice, which also doesn't help. Mm -mm. Although people who've taken the photograph say if you enhance the image, you'll be able to see the face. But again, the face is tiny eyes and no mouth. So, you know, how do we know? Some speculate that it could be a new undiscovered species that have adapted to the climate of the Antarctic. They've evolved over the years to be able to swim, blend in, and walk. Or use tools like humans if people think that they have hands. So they walk as well? Like they're on land? Yeah, that's why it's got legs like that. Yeah, but a lot of the other ones don't. A lot of the other images that I'm looking at don't. I don't think anyone knows. A lot of people think that it's actually an alien visiting the planet and hanging out. Which, you know what? It absolutely could be based on that photo. And if that's a creature that exists out there, I want to see it with my own eyes. And obviously, people believe that it could be a hoax or a misidentified animal. Obviously, there's a bunch of theories. Another is that the Ningen could be a variation of human that has evolved to be very big and live in cold temperatures. But other people think that it could be a new species of manta ray or whale or even aquatic sloths. Yeah, I was thinking it's, it's got to be a whale. <clears throat> See, I wrote a thing here, but I don't know how to say it. That's okay, just butcher it, I did. Pariadolia? Okay. One theory proposes that the Ningen could be an example of pariadolia. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that I right. I have heard of that before. A psychological phenomenon where our brains perceive familiar patterns such as faces in random things. Mm. So in this case, perhaps our minds are playing tricks on us, creating human-like faces from natural ice formations. Like so when your mom sends you a picture of bread and is like, look, he's smiling. Yeah, and potatoes. She does it with everything. She loves that. And <laughs> so I Your mom sends me them now. She's excited. She wants everyone to see she's it. She's so sweet. She's like, this looks like Scooby-Doo. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, it's like a piece of chocolate on the floor and she's like, ah, oh, look, it's you. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. <laughs> Others believe that it could be a product of the Antarctic's extreme isolation and harsh, harsh conditions because, of course, the mind plays tricks when faced with extreme isolation, sensory deprivation, loneliness, cold. If you're out there in in the night and it's dark and you're by yourself or you're in a small group and you're kind of scared anyway, you might look at an ice block and be like, that's a, that's a guy. That's mm. a creature out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But unfortunately, we don't have any proof of the creature, although he's so silly that if he looked like the egg photo, Maybe I would like it if he were real. Yeah, that is the only way I would like it, though. Providing it stays away from me because it's 30 metres long. Yeah, that's a scaled up egg, isn't it? Huge egg. What's inside? Huge egg. Huge Eggman. Wolverine. While many that people was so speculate. bad, dude. That was so bad. I'm not letting you get away with that. Normally, I just... I just have a little laugh off t off camera and then I carry on. Hugh Jegman, that was bad. Yeah, like... The, the, I know who you mean. While many people speculate the creature's existence, there are a lot of people that believe that the government have gone to extreme lengths to protect the existence of the creature for unknown reasons. Keep that egg away from me. It's even speculated that the drawings used to show the creature online are purposefully silly so the images of it look less credible. I don't know. 
Hmm. Do you want to do the scare scale? Yeah, go ahead. How scary do you think he is? Okay, I'm going to go for an overall, including the egg photo and all of the actual other scary photos. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say like a three and a half. If it was just the egg? One. If that. Just a friend, right? That egg is sweet and I would follow him. Danger. Four. Four? Yeah, because no one's had any like run-ins with him, have they? Okay, so you think he could be dangerous? Yeah, for sure. He's, like, huge. Like, the same way that, like, whales are dangerous. They don't mean to be. No, he could just be a a dangerous guy. Yeah. Because he's so big. Yeah, like, he might just smush you. Out of five, how likely is it that he is real? I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm I'm gonna give you... Like, for the cryptid being real, I'm gonna give you a two. Okay. That's not that low. Um, But I do think that it's a whale... Or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's that big. We don't know very much about whales. Mm-hmm. We don't see whales very much mm-hmm. because they swim a lot deeper. Yeah. So, like, the times that it's probably been seen, it's probably then just gone all the way back down. Yeah. And people have started seeing things. Or exactly. Whatever. Yeah. And that would explain, like, its color because a lot of the things that are, like, all the way at the bottom of the ocean are, like, bright white, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm going to say that. It could be uh, the other things that you've said, like seeing faces and sort of being alone yeah. in harsh so climates. For ideas, whale. Yep. Whale. Paradoilia. I don't remember how you said it. So, being alone in harsh climate. <clears throat> it could be real. It could be like a siren or something similar. I thought, like, sirens were supposed to have, like, something alluring about them. You don't think that that's beautiful? I think the egg is beautiful, but I think the rest of them are kind of scary. The rest of them are giving shape of water. So, it might have been made sexy. It might be alluring for some of... I haven't seen the movie, but doesn't she kiss the fish? I think she has sex with the fish. what? That's a fish. You can't do that. I think it's a fish man, though. That's still weird. Yeah. That man's a fish. I like that earlier you were like, you know, you can like whatever you like, and now you're like, that's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, texturally, you've touched a fish. I get it. You ever smelt a fish? Yeah. Imagine caressing the face of a fish. Stinky. Gross. Just get back. Go away, please. Yeah, I would caress that egg. Yeah, because he's soft. He's beautiful. Not like in a loving, he not like in a, that way. In like a, in like an <laughs> adoring way. Yeah. In like I pack a- his lunch. Oh. And I'd say, goodbye, egg. Was he having an egg salad sandwich? That's cannibalism. <laughs> just a salad sandwich. Just just bread for you, egg. Just a thought. That's all also, I Also, while I was on cryptidswithaz.fandom.com, they offered me to do a personality test to see what kind of cryptid I am. And I did it. Oh. And I got the ahul. So I'll do a podcast about that. It's like a monkey bat. What was I? I also asked you all the questions and didn't tell you what they were for. And you got the Chupacabra. Ooh, I don't remember anything about him. Yep. Um, we did a, a Patreon video um, that's going to be out. Women were recording this, actually. And Kate didn't know what that was. She got it confused with the Jersey Devil, I think. Yeah, I thought it could fly. Is it a dog? Kind of. The Chupacabra. It's like a vampire like animal. It's. I think a lot of the problem with me remembering cryptids is that we do them two at a time. Yeah, that is true. So I get mixed up a lot. And mm-hmm. we've done a lot of episodes at this we point. Have. 
106 of them. Madness. And a couple minis, which aren't even that mini. They're like half an hour long. Yeah, we're like, oh, the podcast is like an hour. Wrong. It's never an hour. It's always like 35 minutes. And then the minisodes are always exactly the same as the normal episode. The point, right? The podcast is usually about 45 minutes, first off. And second off, the minisodes mean that we don't have to do the news and we push the outro at the middle bit till the end, which means that it's just like a quick fire, some stories. If you're on the bus and you just like, oh, I need to listen to something right now and I don't want to hear anyone else talk. <laughs> you're on the bus and you're like, God, I wish I could hear about an egg, but I have to listen to an extra two minutes. Yeah, but you're like, oh, but that's going to be an extra five and a half minutes. But... I don't have that long. My bus journey is only 27 minutes long. Well, My bus journey is only exactly the minisode length long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make it for you. Yeah. You're the one. Are you on the bus today? You right now. Listen up. Yeah. It's for you. You're welcome. Jennifer on the bus? I'm still, I'm still. Journey from the bus. I said that because I was hoping, you ever watch those videos online, like on TikTok or something, and they say like, hey, Abby. I know you're laying down right now and like it's one in a million chance that you're going to be named that mm-hmm. but you might be laying down there's a good chance if you're like on TikTok you might be doing it you know before you go to bed people do that or whatever hey Jessica Messica I know you're on the bus right now <laughs> like in a million and one chance your name is Jennifer and you're on the bus you're going to be going crazy right now you're going to think we're looking at you chance that your name is Jessica Messica if your name is your name's Pete. Your name's Daniel. Erin. And you're stood in the doorway of a room. About to sit down. Then don't then do it. This one's for you. And then I sing a song. You can't sit while you listen to this podcast. How many times do I have to tell you? Don't listen before sit. That's something that's what you usually say. <laughs> I think so. I don't know where I am. You have to. <laughs> you don't listen before you sit? Yeah. So you have to sit first, which oh, means you're yeah. supposed to be yeah, sitting. Or you don't get to sit you until have, you've done something else. Whatever state you're in while you're listening to it, you have to keep listening to it in that state. So if you're in the bath, you have to stay in there the whole time. That's why you make the mini so that you don't have to be in there. No, for you could stand. In the bath? You shouldn't do that. That's a shower. How the fuck do you get out of the bath? But roll out. <laughs> <laughs> you do that thing where you make the waves go really big and then you just <laughs> let it flop I you just, onto the floor. <laughs> recently when i've been taking a bath i've been thinking about how i'm just in a tub of water nude and then if the if the ceiling collapsed i just fall down people would see me you ever think about that i think about it so much this dude. has only recently happened because i took a bath at a friend's house and i was like what if he sees me naked and then i was like he wouldn't because I, <laughs> the doors come crumbling and i was through. like what if i crumble through and everyone sees that i'm naked right now <laughs> and that would be everyone's first response they wouldn't think oh my god Abby's just been in an accident they wouldn't think oh my god my house is destroyed <laughs> they'd be like oh is that a boob I mean, they'd be like oh my god don't show me those things <laughs> put that shit away that's horrific yeah I think about it because we live in a flat yeah now when I'm home I'm like what if someone what if I crash through and where we live in high up in the flat what if I just start crashing through all the that's floors that's what I imagine and everyone in their bathroom who's just like brushing their teeth they all see me as I go back yes that is <laughs> exactly like a parade. what I imagine it's like a horrific bath parade yeah I think about it a lot anyone else think about that you guys ever think about I also think about other people's baths crashing into mine from I above. never thought about that but that sounds terrible well unfortunately now you will Ugh. It was a big fear, actually. It's one of my anxiety things, you know, where I'm like, something's going to explode, and I don't know what. 
I I get it with bots crashing into I my house. I think it's very improbable that that's going to happen. I, I think know. they make them sturdy enough that you can you can get in. I know that. People are much larger than you bathe and they're okay too. <laughs> that's today's positivity from Abby. <laughs> Everyone know. Someone larger than you. There's always someone that's denser than you in the bath and they're probably fine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You really let us end on a good note. Yeah. The world's densest man can bathe and so can you. Don't listen before sit. Listen before bath. <laughs> <laughs>